Hello, everyone, and welcome out to episode 374 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. But uh, before we get into more from Marion and Keith, who are our guests for this episode, and what we're going to talk about, um, just a heads up, uh, you should check out our friends at Pack Rat Comics. We usually talk about Mad Lab, but by the time this goes up, you've missed Theater Roulette, and for shame on you, uh, yeah. but you can check out some other stuff they have coming up. Why did you, what, was that like a, huh? A shrug? No, no, Dude, no. Dude, Matt no. Lab, Theater Roulette was awesome. You're in it. You're in a great part. You're in a great sketch. I'm not just Young Writers is coming up. Young Writers is coming up, though. See, we saved you. We got your back, son. Um, Young Writers uh, and tons of other stuff, too. Uh, but uh, Pack Rat Comics, we haven't plugged them in a while. So go to packratcomics.com for all your comic book graphic, novels, graphic novel needs if you're in the central Columbus area. And uh, say hello to Jamie and Teresa and tell them that Nick sent you. I'm trying that out. Let's see how it goes. Um, and, and so I'm really, I'm hoping at some point, it's like, did, did you tell them to go to on our podcast? It's like, I tell them that usually uh, all the time. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, seriously, uh, check them out. They are super nice and really family friendly, especially if, you, if you're new to comic books. Um, they are very friendly. They have a whole section for new readers and they will take time to go, what are your interests? What do you like? What do you don't like? And they'll go around. And, and they'll order stuff for you too. Austin used to always order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, assassination Classroom at Orin Host Club for me. Yeah. Have you read, I think we talked about this last time, have you read Snot Girl? I have not. I want to read that one really bad. It's by Brian O'Malley who did uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, no. Nice. And I heard it's actually, it's not video gaming like you would maybe think with Brian O'Malley. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of a comedy, but it's kind of serious too. So yeah, because I remember they, they suggested that for me and it's just one of those things I've had, had time nice. to... And of course, the ever marching time drum beats on. So now it's just like I'm like more issues behind. I know. I, um, but uh, for more information, to check out our friends like Pack Rat, uh, Malab, and other links, go to uh, gbgpodcast.com. Our official sponsor of the show, though, is Audible with over 200,000 titles to choose from. You get three days of membership free plus a book to get you started. And uh, with that one book, we suggest that you, uh, uh, if only there was someone here. Keith, what would you suggest we download? Well, maybe something by the, the uh, narrator. Uh, Who would that be? I think he goes by J. Heath Jackson. Mm, sounds awfully like you, but I'm going to guess that uh, it is you, and it's it's fantastic. So please check it out. And here's the thing, too. Part of your membership, you get a book a month because you get a credit a month. Usually that means you can you can get a book from it. Um, we suggest getting all the books in the J. Keith ja- Jackson uh, narration <laughs> category. Um and here's the great thing, though, too, is that it's ad-free, premium audio you listen to offline, no interruptions, and you own your library, too, which is super important. So, like, say, because Christmas is coming up in, a, like, six months or so, some people start saving. <laughs> I, I start buying things now. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, if probably around September, if it's things getting really tight, I go, you know what? I can't do this anymore. You keep your library. It's so great. Um, and you know what? And you can just start it back up again. And you get 30% off an exclusive member-only savings. And say you get a, a book by, like, you know, uh, that uh, M. Knight Tyson fella, and you don't like that, the astrophysics for people in a hurry. You don't dig it. You can switch it out for, say, a J. Keith Jackson book, which you will enjoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so swap it out for free anytime. And it's super easy. Just have an Amazon Prime account um, and go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky um, and get your first book free. And uh, also, it also helps if you have the Audible app. So that's also helpful. And I have on the show today with me, which we'll get into our next little uh, bit here. It's not a bit, uh, but uh, <laughs> to plug something. I, I like to read the copy so I feel official with it. And I don't have it here with me. It's in a different file. Um, that's all right. But uh, we have Marianne and Keith, uh, who are in the Marianne's Macabre uh Movie review. review. You're still movie review for the moment? Yeah. Okay. Um, a podcast released, uh, but it's taking a bit of a hiatus, right? Yeah. We're going to, uh, at, at 20th episode, we're going to stop for a bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to 
record a bunch of episodes, get everything set and done, mm-hmm. and then we'll just be ready to start in October. Boo yakasha! So, and uh, there's tons <laughs> of thrills, chills, uh, and make and you make a good horror film, or if you don't make a good horror film, Marianne will be there to review it. Yes, um, and you can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out Marianne's macabre movie review. And uh, it's it's pretty great. And they do international releases along with the American remakes yep. or sometimes just the international films. We compare the two. Like our first one we did was Kayako versus Sadako. Which the, is the ring versus. Right. The right. grudge. The grudge. That's right. And that was a lot of fun. We just did that one by itself. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that doesn't get made into a U.S. release. because <laughs> But rings came out soon after. Yeah. Which uh, was just Sadako or Samara as we go by in the American version. Mm-hmm. And. And that was a stinker. I looked at, I don't know about that. You didn't uh, think it was a stinker? Rings? Rings. We talked about that. Well, obviously on, on the episode, it wasn't... I'm sure the, the, the first reaction from a lot of people is, oh, this is awful. But there was the... They had great ideas yes. with it. And then thought, it didn't go they, anywhere. Right. Uh, and then they started to explore something very interesting. And then it just kind of went but, somewhere else. By the way, I'd like to point out, if you don't know what I'm going to say to you right now, and this has nothing to do with this episode per se, but I feel, I just now remember this and I feel the need to correct myself. A retraction, if you will. I, <laughs> AKA, Nick was wrong about something. In the Big Infinity War episode, I said that in the image of the trailer that that was um, Killmonger. Uh, Killmonger. That is not Killmonger. That is actually, and you you didn't see him a lot in the first Black Panther movie, or in the yeah, first Black Panther movie. The they only show up Black a lot. Panther movie? <laughs> <laughs> yet um, by the time this comes out by the time this comes out if you're listening to this in the future which is the now uh, because podcasts are time travel no matter what you look at mm-hmm. it it's the future the past the, or the present literally you see the guards in Infinity War and there's just his royal guard mm-hmm. mixed mm-hmm. with the one tribe um, I can't think of the name the but, Jabardi yeah the Jabardi there's, so there's kind of multiple things going on multiple tribes that help protect the mm-hmm. king and then he has his own royal guard along with like the mm-hmm. female priestess warriors um, I'm not saying that right his I'm sorry. royal guard are they no, I've, I've I had the name in my head just not too long. Well, ago. the women I think are his yeah. direct his direct royal yeah. guard, right? But there's right. another set of just royal soldiers, I guess you would say. They right. wear like the gold makeup, kind of what Killmonger wears. But I realized that that's what that was because when I saw it the third time, I was I saw them in the background. I was like, oh no, that's right. just part of his army. Um, so that's a retraction. I really. Uh, we we had a spiritful debate in the episode about it, and I was like, "No, no, it's Killmonger." And I, no, I'm it's not Killmonger. I'm very wrong, so I apologize. The Dore Malage. Yeah. Dore Malage. So um, Dora Malage. Dora Malage. Yes. Like Dora the Explorer, and then Malage. Well, then you're on your fucking own for that one. <laughs> but uh, Malage toi. Malage. Ah, menage a trois. But at some point, my brain will be like, Dora, menage a trois. <laughs> and you're like, and no. That's, that's a no, very different thing. No. It's a very different thing. But, uh, yeah, so we have uh, Keith, as you heard, it does books under the narration of uh, J. Keith Jackson. I'm starting to slowly get it now. It's starting to come to me a little bit a little bit faster. Hmm. Well, because I call you Keith. I don't, I call you Keith Jackson. I don't, uh, Grant, I don't, I was like, hello, Keith Jackson. How are you doing today? <laughs> but I never sit there and go, uh, yeah, this is a really good guy. Uh, Keith Jackson, have you heard of him? I don't say J. Keith Jackson. <laughs> um, but, really, it's, but... but it's coming easier to my tongue. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but you do that. You also do, it's all been tracked. It's all been done radio hour. And uh, you were just in theater roulette. Yes. In the past night, right? Yes. Also in the past we're recording this like the almost yeah <laughs> no time the, travel is weird in case you in case you don't know the theme i mean because i'm just saying the people that's when you say that they would think you mean well that's why they should have went to mad lab yeah. 
at madlab.net and bought tickets to watch the show and then they would have found out. Right. So Keith, we're all about bringing it back. Right. Past, bringing present, it. future. Yeah, is the theme. The Red, green, and black. Yes. And that part is always the same, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. and in a way, you, you are taking bets on what you're seeing. Yeah. You're not really sure every time what you're getting. Yep. Um, which I think is a really neat concept. And and was, and still is, as of right now, the longest running shorts festival in uh, Ohio. Yep. Um, but enough of this. We're here to talk about, uh, we're here to talk about the juggernaut, bitch. Uh, we're here to talk about Deadpool 2. Who he never says that line. He doesn't. Oh, I don't remember him saying that in the comic books, though, either. He probably didn't. Not, at least not, 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 yeah. not before. And that by movie. the way, uh, <laughs> we should say real quick, because I already feel really bad about this. There are spoilers. And um, and we kind of, ooh. ooh, yeah, we, I just did a no-no. I usually am really good about that. But wait, can I also point out, uh, Jim texted me in the morning. He's just like, so I'm listening to Black Panther. And because I just saw the movie, it's really good. And I'm watching, listening to your episode. And then you spoil Last Jedi and you talk and somehow it relates to the Black Panther. And I'm just like, oh. Has he not seen Last Jedi? No. That's his own damn fault. No, I I kind of agree with that. But as my friend, I'm going like, I feel bad that it was me who said it. But then at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm not texting him. I'm just going, but it's been a while. But the fact, but can we also point out the fact he has not known what that twist was? Spoilers. Luke died, uh, was a little bit of a shock uh, because that's one. it's kind of like Infinity War. Yeah. Like uh, my friend Nathan, he, someone, he just overheard it naturally. And like, it's really hard to just, and he doesn't, he didn't see it online. He overheard someone else. He didn't even know talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And so the fact that he had not heard that at all in itself is really impressive. Yeah. Um, so I guess yay for that, but also, yeah, it's been enough time. You should have seen it by now. Also, I have the Blu-ray. I'll probably let him borrow it soon. Uh, yes. I it was even out on disc yet, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's been out. It I bought that fucker right I wanna, away. I put it on my wish list immediately. Yeah, it came out... Uh, not no, too long not, ago. Not, I think Easter, I yeah. think, around Easter time. Because um, like Jesus rose from the grave, so did so Luke. Will Luke. So will Luke. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> but so yeah, so I apologize. That was a snafu on me. The juggernaut is in this, but we already said spoilers. But um but uh, yeah, we have all other stuff to talk about, though, not just the juggernaut. <gasps> Deadpool! Deadpool! Two! Oh, God, I was like, oh. What did I forget? No! Oh, I forgot to say what it was. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Deadpool 2, and oh, you know what? We didn't, uh, I have a feeling we might forget to talk about this. We did not talk about the end credit sequence with Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern. <laughs> I Ooh. love that one so much. That was really funny. Like, oh boy. It's <laughs> the perfect script. <laughs> the perfect ah. script. Now, here's the thing. I, I want to go back and see if they put, did it say Green Lantern or did it say Green Lantern and Bye? Because I want to see Green if Green they... Lantern by Ryan Reynolds. Oh, it did by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Okay. okay. That yeah, that's what I thought was funny. Good. I was like, I was like, he didn't write that. No, it was Mark Guggenheim, yeah. actually, who runs the Arrowverse, the DC TV mm-hmm. universe. He's one of the main He's people. He's doing a good job at it, I think. He, he really is. Uh, that's, so that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, hmm. And in his and, and Ryan Reynolds' defense, too, at the Green Lantern's defense, that was mm-hmm. written during the writer's strike. Yeah. And so they couldn't. It's not like Iron Man where, you know, Ryan Reynolds go yeah. like, I can, I'm funny. Let me ad-lib some lines. It's like, you can't do that. That's, a, that's against the writer's thing, which yeah. is weird. Because technically, you are considered to be a mm-hmm. writer at that point. I don't know. It's really fucking weird. Yeah, I think um, I think Ryan Reynolds was miscast as Hal Jordan. I feel like he really? should have been a Guy Gardner. Mm. The, uh, he needs he needs more of a or maybe a Kyle Rayner. Is that who I'm thinking of? The the younger one. He was probably I don't know if he's as quippy as as a Guy Gardner who's probably okay. Then like Guy, I would say. Hmm. I always thought like Hal was a little quippy, not too much, but he's more of the heroic. 
I would call him more of the like heroic Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion type oh. than I would put him. And even he, Nathan Fillion, throws in the quips when he's doing the animated uh, yeah. Green Lantern. So oh, gotcha. I don't know. He, but it was definitely not a Ryan's, Ryan Reynolds role, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I think it was definitely, he should have been a different Lantern. I gotcha. I mean, still Green Lantern, but just. Not how. Not how, yeah. Okay. Because they have like six for <laughs> Earth, for the yeah. sector that Earth is in. By the way, I'd like to point out, uh, these guys know what they're talking about when I talk about lanterns, uh, because you guys got married. Yeah. I have a blue lantern wedding oh, ring. Oh, I didn't see that. I just saw you You guys had the plastic rings, I thought, initially, no. originally. Well, that originally, was originally, yes. In our, in our, when we got married in Vegas, we did the plastic wedding rings. Because I think later mm-hmm. we were at Packard doing a show for uh, It's All Been Done in Rocky and Boinkle. You guys found like one of the like, yellow rings, and I, I have it still. Yeah. It's upstairs. Nice. And so I always think of that. And then that's, can I see that real quick? I'm sorry. Yeah. This is weird non-podcast moment. So you all, I'm going to describe it. It looks like the green lantern ring, but it's blue. It's and the it's blue really lantern. fucking rad. It's a blue lantern symbol. It's a blue lantern. That's so rad. It is a symbol for hope. That is so pretty. Oh, that is beautiful. That is awesome. I made myself. That is so good. That is so good. So we're going to talk more about uh, Deadpool 2 and everything that lies within. And there's a lot of stuff to unpack. Um, Is some of it bad? Some of it good? We'll find out. I don't know why I hesitate. Episode 374, that's why, of The Good, The Bad, Geek with Keith and Marianne. This episode, as you heard in the intro, which we have already recorded, is we have Marianne and Keith, um, and they're from the Marianne's Macabre Movie Review Podcast, and also uh, Keith for sure, but Marianne occasionally, more and more, it's all been on Radio Hour. Yep. Yay. I'm going to be in it soon. That's right. Yeah. You've already been in it, though? I've already been in it a few times, yes. Yeah, that's right. I'm Marlene and the crazed fan, (laughs) a.k.a. Marianne. I guess that's been published by now, hasn't it? I'm sure. Sure. Crazed fan has been in a few already. Yeah. So, um, but we're here to talk about something which I feel is very near and dear to, you, to Keith's heart. I'm assuming your heart as well. I like Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're but, talking about Deadpool no, too. That's, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so Deadpool too. I mean, we're literally recording this. Like, did you guys see it Thursday or yesterday? Yes, yesterday. you saw it yesterday too. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, this is weird Columbus talk. Did you go to where did you guys go to see it at? Lennox? Eastern Prime. Eastern. There's a prime? No, no, there's the Eastern Theater, and we were in one of the Dolby theaters. Yeah. How was it? I've not been to the Dolby. It was amazing. I love the sound of it. Really? Okay. It's so good. I haven't, so. I highly recommend going. Was it the IMAX Dolby, or is it just Dolby? No, just Dolby Prime is what it's called. Okay, I'll have to check that. Well, my wife is nervous about the Eastern area. Why? She's known a lot of people that have gotten shot there (laughs) Um, in gang activity. And she doesn't want to. I have not seen any of that. Like in the mall itself, like around the area, which is weird because Morse Road Mm -hmm. in my, this is weird Columbus talk, probably edit some of this out. Uh, People at home won't know what the hell we're talking about. Anyway, uh, Easton has a very nice theater, I think. Well, no, 
last time I was there, they were still doing the normal chairs. Yeah. And then I think they converted like one of the theaters into the what is now very common in AMC, which is the reclining seats. Mm-hmm. And I heard they had done more theaters. They're all like that now. They're all like that Pretty now. Much. So really, mm-hmm. Lennox is the last holdout, which mm-hmm. I hate how they do the seating at Lennox. Um, anyway, but we're ta- here to talk about Deadpool 2. And uh, we saw it at Lennox, by the way. Mm-hmm. Still cut this out. So we're here to talk about Deadpool 2. Yay, Deadpool! <laughs> and well, I guess we'll just say this. What did everyone... Sh- quickly think about the movie and i'll start with our guest marianne well i liked it and i thought it was really funny keith i, I liked it a lot and just it's it's difficult for me because I'm, it's still fresh in the brain well uh, yeah i'm still trying to settle on it and process it and i think that i i feel invested in the way it turns out so in some senses i feel like i have to like it or something but at the same time i get a little too picky too for certain things so yeah i'm with you on that okay I guess right now I really needed a comedy, and it, it fit the it fit the bill hardcore. Mm-hmm. There were some things after Infinity War. Well, we needed a comedy. Well, yeah, and also I, I feel like I don't see a lot of comedies in theaters, and so mm, even if they have to do it with superheroes, I am and not like Iron Man comedy. I'm talking about like straight up like it's mocking mm-hmm. and is genuinely its own funny. genre. Yes, it's mocking its, its great. own. Yeah. Um, and it mocks the stars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which, man. Um, now, there were some choices in the movie I didn't love, but oddly enough, it still stuck the landing. Yes. In yeah. a weird way. It's just, I just like, well, I just still don't like that choice, but God damn it if it wasn't funny. So with that being said, we'll open it up uh, to wherever anyone likes to go. On okay. This. So I'll I, start. I feel like she has something that she wants to talk about. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Why did they have to kill off a woman? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that either. And a matter of fact, I thought that they were going to open it up that they brought her back at the end with the time slip. I think, I think that's what they did. Well, they, in the post-credit, it looked like they did, so. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't very clear to me because I, yeah. I was looking forward to that moment where she's just there. and Well, he kills the one guy with yeah. the cheese spreader, but like. That's the one that had the gun. Yeah. He came back, clearly stopped the thing that was going to happen. Okay. And then left again I, saying, okay, I gotta I go, go said, take Did some. you sharpen the butter knife? Yeah. The, or the cream cheese spreader. Yes. And but, she's like, but, yes. But he missed it. But he missed it the first time. But the second time he didn't miss it. But where's the other Deadpool? This is this is what yeah. now you're now you're getting into like Yeah, it's that oh, that bullshit timey whiny. Yeah. Can monkeys fly? That's really kind of the poke mm-hmm. right now. Because again, it's the joke. But back in my head, I was like, does that mean there are two Deadpools running around? Hmm. Um, but I guess it was you didn't see her after that, or you didn't really hear her talk. And that's why I was just like so wait a minute, did she still just get shot even though he killed the guy or? Was it her time? And so she, no matter what he did. Yeah. Is she, she the constant? To, yeah. Yeah. Where she has to die every yeah. single, yeah. Or, you know, or is she really alive in the next movie because she was pregnant during this one? So. Oh. It seems we, likely that they probably, I, I feel like they would have just sewn it up like that very quickly mm-hmm. as a joke. And then next movie she could be back. I hope it's that. So, yeah, because Eric Sternberger and mm-hmm. I were talking about it because he has this thing of why the female isn't showing up in the in the film and it's a letter and the it's form like letter. the form letter oh yeah you are dear x you are not here because your character your male counterpart needs growth or doesn't want to yeah i mean it's a funny letter but it's it's also i mean very nail, true you have nail on the head so he floated two things one that she was pregnant because she is I didn't know that. Pregnant with the guy from Gotham. 
She thinks ben that something. Yeah. Oh, the guy who plays Gordon or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Yeah. Commissioner. I mean, he's only like a major part of the Batman franchise. Yeah. But <laughs> you I know gave, that guy. I gave up on Gotham a while ago, though. I mean, I I, I catch up on it occasionally. Well, it's ending. I really want to come it's, back to it. It's but. ending, so we can actually catch up at our leisure after that instead of having to. Well, unless it is, yeah, yeah. it's usually going to live on Netflix. But. Anyway. Yeah, um, if you're good. The other thing was the other idea was Blake Lively was a little irked by their chemistry that they had on screen and made oh, a comment about that. I did not know yeah. that. I No, I really didn't know that. That's bizarre. That's I mean, what Eric had heard. So I was like, interesting. I don't do any of those, look, you know, looking behind the scene things. I just... Yeah, I mean, I sometimes... I sometimes listen to them, but it, it depends on what the project is. Like, mm-hmm. but honestly, Deadpool two, I felt like they got into production pretty quickly. The only thing I heard was there was a major creative disagreement between I think was it Tim Miller from the first who direct, wrote co wrote and directed the the first film mm-hmm. and this one, and then he's like, "I'm really sorry, but if you don't do this, I, I'm out." I we don't I don't know what it was. Yeah, I wonder what it was now. I wonder. Mm-hmm. No, I, I do too. I wonder yeah. if maybe that was it. I don't know because that did kind of irked me a bit watching i was like but the other thing is though too is they could also because he dies consistently mm-hmm. that's part of his power yeah she can always be there as that too mm-hmm. yeah and so but i don't i prefer not that i prefer i would the prefer other. not that either yeah keith do you I, want to tell them what you well, told I, me? I actually thought it was going to be death well this isn't what i was telling you but mm-hmm. i i thought it was going to be death the personification of death who that's someone he's in love with in the comics or in, yeah, in they, they get married they get married don't yeah. they I don't know about that. No, he did get married to somebody, but it wasn't death, Mm -hmm. I don't think. I just know she wasn't, she had some kind of Mm -hmm. weird thing happen to her. I don't know. Well, I mean, she's supposed to end up being, he's supposed to think that she is dead and then she becomes copycat and comes back to torment him later. Oh, okay. So I was more accustomed to seeing him alone and tortured anyway. So it it would be kind of strange if they started this whole thing of, well, she's always around. And it just, I think it would throw it way too far away from the, well. Okay, the other thing that really irked me was, and I'm sure they, and this is like minor, but the comic nerd in me mm-hmm. was really pissed that they killed Shatterstar. <laughs> now, granted, <laughs> I, I was, was upset laugh. with that too. I was laughing yeah. the entire time, but I was just like, but literally, I was like, Shatterstar. I was like, no, I was like, oh, sh- come on. I mean, but I was laughing as I was saying mm-hmm. it. And then at the end, when they go back and they fix things, they they, they shave Peter. But they don't say or Dave, Shatter- whatever the hell his name is. They don't say Saturstar, and that's as far I'm, as we know. As far as we know, yeah. yeah, I know, and that's why I was just like, really. And that poor actor, he's in it for like what, maybe five minutes, not yeah. even that. And he's in like all the big promotional blitz yeah. with everybody else, and every except for T.J. Miller, which he shouldn't be in front of a camera right no. now because he's an asshole. Uh, which he, again, that's the sad thing is that I think the moments that sarah and i laughed at the like the hardest in like the short amount of times were his jokes as weasel with his back and forth yeah but he's such a douchebag in real him. life yeah um well i heard some of the stuff with him but his wife backed him up he's like i was there that did not happen and i was like okay okay i don't know any of the reasons why we should be hating him i just don't yeah. like him that yeah. much well he's apparently like hit on women and he's very anti me too like, he's not <laughs> but like he's done stuff that makes him very against you know, women and all that stuff. Mm. And his wife is like, I was at that party with him. That is not what happened. This girl hit on him and he 
tried to be funny about it and rebuffed her advances. And but there's other people that have come up. And then the whole Silicon Valley thing happened, where it's like, oh, he's an asshole. He shows up late to work every day. Doesn't memorize any of his lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, grand. And, and also, he would just like there would be some days where he just wouldn't show up. And so they're waiting on him and they're wasting money. And like my, Mike Judd was like, it's very clear someone didn't want to be here. And it's like, well, that's sad because he is a really funny part of that show, but you don't need him either. Anyway, um, yeah, because someone said, if you look at the poster, they have everything in there and in the front of it is the kitchen sink. And I was like, everything but TJ Miller's on that poster. (laughs) (laughs) But which I, yeah. But the the kitchen sink is there. But the kitchen sink is there. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, But no, I really, that's, that's the other thing that just irked me. Like everything else I get was the joke. But like I was like Shatterstar, like look, you don't have Boom Boom, and mm. you don't. Uh, is it Cannonball? You don't have Cannonball either. Are they an X Force? They were. Uh, yeah, X Force. I think was. I don't. I can't remember the cat name. The, she was like a female cat. I can't remember her name. Um, they probably already killed her in Wolverine Origins. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> that, no, they, they, that's their thing. And it would have been undone anyway. Because it would have. Oh. Days of Future Past. Well, in this movie, they mm-hmm. undid some of that, too. It's just they yeah. fucking, well. Oh, my God. That was wonderful. Did they <laughs> kill, was that a new clip of, of, of Jackman? Like, or was it reused footage? I wondered about that, footage, too. It looked like it. He was too young. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, though, that I thought was really funny. I know you don't follow any of the promotional stuff, Keith, but did you see the clip of Hugh Jackman singing uh, Happy Birthday to a little girl? Yes. And, it's, I, and he's I, singing Tomorrow. I think to her. Sun will come out tomorrow. And you just pin over and Deadpool, it's Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Everyone's like, bet your bottom dollar. Come on, Hugh. And they they sing it. And I'm just like, is he in the movie? Please say he's in the movie. He's kind of in the movie. Uh, He's in it more times than I I expected. I mean, on the Wheaties box, on. uh, The the, the Logan promotional log. Yeah. Oh, my God. 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 It took took me a second to get the whole idea of what the, the, that was like, oh, my God, that's that scene. And. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, also, can uh, I'm this is jumping away from this, but, but because it's the beginning, can we also give mad love for Celine Dion for oh, doing that shit. fucking joke? I love her. I, I mean, I I don't love her music. Music. I think she's a very super talented artist. It's just that she that was that's always her brand of music. And at could, some could point, you remind me of what the uh, yes, and the opening sequence was "Ashes" by Celine Dion. She did a she did a music video that you haven't seen yet, oh, which I'm yeah. dying to show you. Yeah, uh, I've not. I've only seen like a clip of the video, I and it is hysterical. Video. It's great, but uh, but no, Celine Dion. She doesn't really record a lot of new music. It's mm-hmm. she just does her show in Vegas, and she just has her family, and that, and she's okay with that. And that's cool. But she does like stand, she's like Tony Bent. She does standards like pop standard pop yep. ballads, and not even like pop pop. It's like old school like. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bauer ballads kind of thing. Yeah, and that, that and she's good at that. And she keep doing because she's amazing. She's a wonderful singer. Um, it's just that at some point, like I like that. Like maybe every once in a while, not like for my whole thing, unless it's like I'm in a Celine Dion mood. Let's go see her in Vegas. And yeah, but like, I mean, was it like an like an Ashes Infinity War joke or something like that? Or um, it seems like it was an Infinity War joke because it came out the week after. after yeah, we watched Infinity well, War. Two things: it's a joke about Infinity War, and they're totally making fun of James Bond because it took me a second. Yeah, no, they it, did it. The opening sequence is very James Bond, Bond yeah. which I yeah and. You know, my wife, God love her, she doesn't watch a lot of James Bond. But she doesn't... Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not going to lie to you. The last, was it Spectre, was just okay, even though Christoph Waltz, Waltz, he's a wonderful actor, and Mm -hmm. he was okay, but I was just like, oh, he's the... Oh, I Mm -hmm. feel like it would have been better... Oh. 
Okay, yeah. and I fell asleep during the movie like three times. And <laughs> once in the theaters, and when we watched it at home, it was only me because I'm the one who kind of gave a shit what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this movie is so boring. I feel like they need to change up their bond. I think I think Daniel Craig is a little bit of a snoozer. I think they need to bring in someone like a Roger Moore type that can just do the one-liners and do the jokes. I well, mean, but that's the thing, though. Is Dan- well, that, but that's the thing, though. I wonder. I feel like was the one movie before that, before Spectre, that was really good. That was the home one. Um, yeah, where they brought in, they brought in Q, like yeah. young Q, and like tons yeah. of like little like Bond was still like serious Bond, mm-hmm. but everything around him yes, was kind it was of funny. Yes, yeah. They had Casino Royale, and then uh, Quantum of Solace. Oh, snore. Um, though they did a lovely uh, nod to Goldfinger, but they killed the lady with oil instead of gold, yeah. which that was just disgusting. Um, the gold one, you just knew they spray painted her, and you're like, like watching it now. I was like, even I was like a six year old on TBS. They would show like Goldfinger all the time. I was like, oh, she spray painted. Oh, she died. Well, who did but the she nod? Skyfall. Skyfall. Skyfall was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really like. Who that. did the nod with the oil? You're talking about uh, the movie again. Uh, Quantum of Solace. Okay. Um, I think I think it was Amy, not Amy Adams, but Isla Fisher or someone with red hair. Um, Bond girls usually, unless they're the lead lead, you don't find out who the lead is probably to like th- yeah. three fourths of the way through. And um, a very suggestive name, usually. Yeah, but the first Bond girl of the three that you meet mm-hmm. dies by the bad guy dips her in just a vat of boiling oil and lays mm-hmm. her on Bond's bed, which is a nod to Goldfinger. Yeah, um, being painted well, totally in gold. Speaking of nods to Bond, I, mean, I don't really think I would have thought of that about Deadpool before, but now that yeah. you say it, it's kind of funny in the sense of the opening of the woman from the previous movie dying and him having that oh, breakdown yeah. and then credits, and the you know, opening credits, and it's kind of like that a Bond format, I would imagine, right? I mean, yeah. Especially, like, they certainly did that with uh, Austin Powers, you know, the second one. Yeah. Like, immediately doing that. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, so. I haven't seen that one in so long. I like that movie. I, I like all the, well, I, I appreciate them now. I, the second mm-hmm. one is the best Austin mm-hmm. Powers movie for me. Mm-hmm. But um, the first one, I just remember, I was like, I hate, Austin Powers is not funny, and he's in, like, 90% of the movie. <laughs> for me, I like Elizabeth Hurley, but her job is the straight man, but I don't love Austin. Yeah. And then for, and I love Dr. Evil, and I love everything with Dr. Evil. And in the second movie, I was just like, am I am I screwy? Is Austin genuinely funny in this for all of it? And mm-hmm. um, anyway. I think Heather Graham helped. Yeah, which is weird, because Elizabeth Hurley was a good straight man mm-hmm. for him. It's just, I don't know what it was. Now, I mix, it's like Toy Story. I don't like the well, first they, Toy Story Well, they swap either. it, I'm so weird. Austin was kind of the straight man, and she was the one that was like, hey, let's have sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Willing. So now he's like, got all the reactions. I haven't got much time, babe, or yeah. whatever. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a weird cat, though, with some of those movies. Uh, God, what else? So in Deadpool 2, there's that, and so they kill her off, and they do the narration, which is very mm-hmm. common. The um, good part that I liked was the opening se- sequence where it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Produced by, Credits. did they just kill her? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone didn't want to share credit. Yeah. I thought that Which, was really cute. Oh, I, well, I mean, if I don't, here's the thing is I'm wondering how much more of those they, they can do. And, okay, and this kind of goes into if they do a third one, they didn't tease a third one, which mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that was like, I think they put all their bets in the first movie going, if we go for broke, we're going to get cable. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit, we went, bro- went for broke. And it's like, let's. Who do we do now? Who yeah. do we do now? And I just think it's like, let's not hedge our bets because we also got to yeah. contend with these other things. Yeah. And I think that uh, uh, that could be a good sign that maybe it's g- going to be integrated a little bit more into the mainstream uh, Fox or maybe they're g- going to have 
maybe they're holding out for some possible traction with that Marvel should proper. Never be and integrated to anything. Yeah. I hate to I say that, but I, certainly uh, one of the good things about Deadpool in particular is is that they can do pretty much whatever they want because they aren't trying to affect the other parts of continuity. But at the same time, this I think could bring up a lot. I mean, could improve a lot of other properties if they were able. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe it could be an X Force movie. Maybe it could be. The brain in uh, of at Casa Loma, yeah, where they were like shutting the door really carefully, yeah, and they had everybody like Beast right. and uh, Xavier and. Oh, my wife did not get that joke because she doesn't. Could, she hasn't seen. Any, she hasn't seen any of the X Men. She only seen Days of Future Past, and she didn't get it because oh. she's like. Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, that was. I was hoping that would be like a gateway movie. Into, yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I'm intrigued to see that. And she's like, I'm kind of like I like Wolverine, and I was just like. Oh, okay. And then uh, <laughs> then we watched the Wolverine, and she's like, "I'm still a little confused with what's going on, but I like, I like Wolverine." She would be, yeah. And mm-hmm. and then we watched Logan, and she's like, "That was good, yeah. but oh, oh, it's I really gory." Didn't need to see. I didn't need to see Logan. You needed to see. it. I needed to see it, but I don't yes. want to see it again yeah. ever. Is it one of those? It's just so depressing. You so just so depressing. Um, oh, see, I I don't. I love that movie a lot. I, I it's probably there somewhere. Um, well, but that's yeah, that's yeah. that's my point. Is that even uh, Deadpool makes the reference to it that Logan rode the coattails of the, the R rating that, that yeah <laughs> made, made possible. And I think that if you, if you could start to start to ed, you know make the other things a little edgier as well, mm-hmm. it could. Yeah, I don't know. Like if if Ryan Reynolds became the champion of the Fox MCU. I'd be okay with that, but there's the other problem is that they have so many things have been off kilter, and it's almost like Spider Man. Fox is like they treat the, the X Men property like Spider Man, which is they're constantly just uh, throwing stuff out there. Yeah. Like Deadpool to me is the, and some of the X Men are the only consistent. Remember, I feel Deadpool is the only consistent franchise that like in my mind makes complete and total sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And does it help if you've seen the other ones? Yes, but. You don't have to. You don't have to, yeah. and God willing, would you want? To? <laughs> well, I mean, if I, guess, I guess you really couldn't. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess even with, with Deadpool's appearances and other things, I'm thinking comic wise, it would yeah. throw things off. It's supposed to be like more of a special issue for him to be in there to, to and that's make fun true. of things. And, well, yeah. well, I mean, if they could use that as a way to reset things, then sure. But I, yeah. I feel like, and I don't necessarily think it's Simon Kelberg, the, Kimberg Kelberg, the guy who runs the Fox MCU. Kinda, and he wasn't always running it, but he, I think, kind of took over. I don't necessarily blame him. I blame the task. It's it's like Spider-Man. That didn't make enough money. Let's reboot the fucking thing Mm -hmm. and let's keep doing it. And it's the same way with X-Men. Yeah. Um, I I love the X-Men, and I hope that this current iteration crop of of actors can actually pull it off and go pull it through. I mean... They gave us a real juggernaut, for God's sakes. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, like one year, I mean, granted, uh, you gotta, you gotta be version, that big to do it. His yeah. version, uh, their ver- the first version in X3 was yeah. one of the few highlights of that movie for me. And granted, right. it's just, mm-hmm. and that's more the line. And well, I forget the actor's name. He was in uh, uh, Galavan. Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Yeah. I mean, look, it's like Kingpin. Uh, yeah. uh, he right. needs to be big. He needs to be big. And uh, was it? Michael Clark Duncan, I thought was a very good kingpin. The dude's imposing. Yeah. I mean, the sad thing is if you know anything about him in real life, he's like a pussycat. He's a super nice guy. But I mean, I thought he did a good job as kingpin. Mm-hmm. And like when he picked up Ben Affleck, who's a tall dude too, I was like, yeah. dear Jesus. That's, yeah. that's like watching, reading the old Spider-Man books and he would do that to Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but it's still, you still need to be like 
comic book big, like actually bigger than life. Oh no, I agree. It's like thing. To, yeah. Like matter of fact, I, I say this always. Oh, if they too, ever yeah. redo the thing, Michael Chiklis was great as the thing. They just need to give him the, the mocap suit. Yeah. And let him do that because yes. I feel like I feel if you on I own Gufford as Mr. Fantastic, I feel like he'd probably get John uh, Krasinski and he would be yeah, a way better. better. No offense, Mr. Gufford. Uh, all people, why John Krasinski? I don't know. That's uh, the, he's the one that's being banded about right now. And he oh. he said he would love to do it. I think he'd look good at it. Um, yeah, because he felt kind of, he, he was sad that he actually didn't get Captain America, but he's like, Chris, my buddy Chris is also super fantastic as Captain America, <laughs> but I now really want to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Aww, and that's I was even just better. And they, they would, and he he would he constantly I think retweets some occasionally people doing fan drawings of him where they gray out his his whatever, and Aww. he's just like, look, I'm Mr. Fantastic in this drawing. I was like, ooh, that would, that would be, be good. So good. That would still be cool. So I don't necessarily blame uh, the leadership over there. They're trying to make the best what they can do because mm-hmm. it's a it's a money train. They just need to bite the bullet and let Disney buy them. Oh my God! Did you hear the cash offer? Uh, Universal, uh-huh. NBC Universal, Comcast is giving them a cash offer for, for Fox. No, oh. for Fox, which might derail the entire Disney deal. Oh shit! Which as it well, here's the thing. Eric told me this, and he's like, "Look, you have no idea that when that happens, so many people are going to be out of jobs." Wait, can, I, can you can you back that up? I'm a little confused. Yeah, who, sure. Who is who is offering to do what? So Disney and Fox are in the deal right now. You mm-hmm. probably heard that. So Comcast, aka uh, GE slash. NBC Universal, because yeah. they're all and kind of DreamWorks in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, they put down not a bank offer, which is like million. They put like a they're offering a cash offer for 20th Century Fox, and so they're disrupting. So, so the they're deal. trying to steal it away from yes. us. Right? Yeah, and that was about a week ago, and it's been kind of silent, which is usually not a good mm. sign. Um, I hope Disney will just put down way more money because yeah. they can just fucking. I mean, they just need to take it in, and money speaks, and they have a lot. And Disney has Disney a has shit a lot ton of money. money. They've got they got most of Marvel, and they got most of Star Wars. So it's like, come on, guys! Now, if only they could just murder Sony and just destroy the Venom movie. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Well, I hear right? Tom Holland's supposed is got is rumored to be in it. So uh, what? Okay. It's rumored. It's only rumored. Yeah, so I mean, it's could... that's about as much as I would have yeah. wanted to know one way or the other. Like, at least he, the possibility. He might or might not. Yeah, be I don't want to know. know. Yeah. yeah. And now I know we talked about this before we started recording. So I. Yeah. Did you see at least the clip of him as Venom? Where I he's did. like, "We are Venom." I, I avoided that like the the plague. I've, I've I seen it. See, I I've seen, I've seen I like understand. maybe like a. A, like a tiny little flash of like the venom but, face and I was like that looks pretty good and just I don't want to know there's a part else. of me that's like it looks good but it's like you need Spider-Man in there and yeah. if the rumor yes. is that he visited the set and not did anything else because I remember that was the mm-hmm. big thing is that Andrew Garfield visited the set of Avengers 2 Age of Ultron wow. and people were losing their goddamn minds he's like no he actually just he got used that as leverage to visit the film set and yeah. go this yeah. is cool and then, and we were all sad about no, it. You reminded me that I was actually talking to another friend, uh, Mike Durst, mm-hmm. who was a guest on Mary Ann's Macabre Movie Review a couple of times. Maybe, I don't know, a few weeks ago, probably mm-hmm. around after, probably like right after we saw Infinity War. And uh, talking about Venom thing, just like that, I, would, I think I'm going to... I'm, I would be excited to have a Venom of any... Anything that looks better, but I mean, if it's, if it's not... Like directly as a result of the symbiote having been on Spider Man at some point, yeah, it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It why doesn't, would you do that? and that's really the thing and, that throws uh, me off. It, it, yeah. Why would he look anything like Spider Man or anything like that? Because that's the whole point. It would have to look like it has, he has to do. I'm, I have to. I have a feeling he has to do a cameo in it. Something it, like to even see even like a, a quick reference at the beginning. Oh, by the way, this thing was on Spider Man at some point. Fine, done. So, and 
Are we feeling it's going to be Eddie Brock? It's Tom Hardy, so it's got to be Eddie Brock. Yeah, no, he, it is Eddie Brock. Yuck. Oh, thank yeah. God. I see. Right. I mean, They're doing that. the Lethal Protector storyline, which right there gives me some mm. bonus points on that. Okay. But, like, it's all tied to, to Spidey. Like, they even have, like, I think perfect casting for uh, his wife, Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. She oh, looks nice. exactly like Anne did in uh, 375 of Amazing Spider-Man, which is, matter of fact, it's my favorite moment. Like, mm-hmm. I never seen, like, he gets the shit kicked out of him. And uh, he kidnaps Peter's parents hmm. and to try as like, you come down here and face me in mano mano so I can kill you and then I'll Wait, let your parents go. Peter Parker's parents? Yeah. Um, when they were yeah. Ultimate. Things. They ended up oh. being clones. It led to the clone conspiracy, actually, yeah. um, which was which is where <laughs> Ben Riley showed up from. Yeah. And so the parents showed up for like a, two years. And granted, this is all drawn by Mark Bagley, by the way, who did Ultimate Spider-Man. So it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember they go to, I think, Coney Island, and it starts to snow. And Spidey goes down and fights him. And by the end of it, uh, he Peter goes to Anne, his ex-wife, and is like, look, you can get through to Eddie. Mm. Eddie is actually, he's saving people now. Ever since mm-hmm. Carnage, he's doing good things. It's just he yeah. did this bad thing because he still thinks I'm evil. And I'm really not evil. It's just that we've got it, we got into wrong mm-hmm. mix-ups, yeah. and it comes off that way. And he I can't. love that. I that mean, and and it is being hyped as a horror film, so we are totally, totally covering, covering it, it on Macabre, yeah. Marianne's Macabre movie review. And, so. And so, but yeah, so Anne shows up, and uh, their fight. And I remember it's the the thing that brutally surprised me was he just grabs Spider Man's head and just lets the symbiote wrap around. Him. He just starts to suffocate him, and and he just starts doing like the Hulk smashing where he just like yeah. lands him and stuff, and he hits the Ferris wheel. Not thinking of it. It's collateral damage. And it starts to fall as Anne shows up. And that's when I think the Fantastic Four show up and start blasting Venom uh-huh. and killing the symbiote. Mm. Uh, symbiote, not symbiote, which drove me crazy in the trailer. <laughs> uh, this, oh, no, I God. know. You probably heard that and you probably I, went, oh, God. No, I, I didn't. But that's just now hearing I'm that. sorry. Is, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not upset that you told me that. I'm reacting to the fact that they would mispronounce That's, it. I know. And it's Jenny Slate, too. So you're just like, is that Jenny Slate's fault? Is oh. that her character problem? Because Jenny Slate's a little kooky. I love her. She's a little different. Has her own drum beat. Uh, so I was like, is that her choice? Mm-hmm. And they just left it in. But uh, And then Spider-Man is a full capacity enough, barely breathing, that he does the whole hold the thing and saves his ex-wife. And Venom's just like, if you can do that, then... And he's in any Brock mode. And it's my favorite panel. He just turns on. He's like full venom like it comes over he's like let's make a deal and he's like <laughs> i leave town never to come back and i don't fuck with you anymore and but you stop putting people in danger like your poor parents and and mary jane because they were married at the time because <laughs> he caught up uh, he would yeah. just watch them for like issues and just like everything you do leads to danger to your family and yeah. you're the problem not I, them and i, I was I, like interesting yeah. Yeah. i get a i on my soapbox when it comes to superheroes a lot of them don't really. No, a lot of good. them don't really care about the collateral damage, and that really bothers me. Like, <sighs> there have been a few issues where, the, where the Flash has said, "I'm leading them out of town." Like the Justice League movie, or no, it was Batman versus Superman. One woman asked, "Why did you bring him back into town?" Like, come on, guys. By the way, I've not seen Justice League yet, but mm-hmm. there is a part. Uh, someone sent me the clip of the final fight, mm-hmm. and I thought it was kind of. Boring, so I didn't finish it. But the clip that made me super happy mm-hmm. was Superman shows up and saves Batman ass, and he just goes, "Wait a second. They zoom in on the air, and all of a sudden you just hear people crying out. He's like, "Civilians, I'll be right back." And I'm like, oh, "Superman showed up uh-huh. because if this was Man of Steel or Batman, Superman, he let those people die." <laughs> and I was so happy. So now yeah. I'm actually super excited to well, watch the, the movie. The Flash go gets to save oh. some people too, and I thought that was I love it when the Flash does Flash stuff. 
Did you have you read the Greg Capullo run? Which one uh, with, is- of the Flash? Most recent? Um, or... Last five years, maybe. It was before yeah, Greg Capullo did Batman with Zack Snyder. Yeah. Or not, oh, not Zack Snyder. Is it <laughs> something Snyder? To, yeah. Yeah. I have all the flashes, so yeah. Um, I just remember like the last part of the, of his run ends with um, him getting a phone call on an airplane, and he quickly opens the door and shuts it, and then zooms off through the clouds. <laughs> um, because he's going so fast at speed of light, yeah. he can slowly make his way down. Yeah perfectly safe and sound and I was like because he's like what's the one thing you get to do that you haven't drawn yet you get to end the last few pages so he's like I'm gonna do that Capullo did <laughs> I was like that's so cool and it makes him run read Flash um, so Deadpool <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know. No, you but know. these are all. But here's the thing: is you're these really are all dark, the aren't ho- you, from the DC, DC universe? <laughs> oh my god! And that was the hopeful main topic. And and yeah, and also he like slaps uh, Cable in the face, Brolin in the face. He's like, "Easy there, Thanos." Oh yeah, was that, like, was so good. that was not a trailer shot or a commercial shot. Yeah. That's actually in the movie because yeah. that's okay. Now, uh, before we get too further into Deadpool, quick things: yes or no? If you caught these cameos. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the who voiced the Juggernaut? Mm-mm. Ryan Reynolds. What? Yeah. You catch it like in the credits, you mean, or something? Um, kind of. Yeah. Actually, it says the Juggernaut as himself, but later down the line, it <laughs> says mocap and voice of the Juggernaut provided by Ryan Reynolds. Oh, nice. Like, which I was like, that's crazy cool. Mm-hmm. It probably saved him some money too. I wonder if he, because he loves it enough, he would probably go like, yeah. I will take no money to just do that because yeah, it needs yeah, to be yeah done. Oh, certainly. I mean. And- they had to have actors for it anyway because they always say, well, here, this guy's totally CGI. I was like, well, we know he's not totally – I mean, Colossus has oh, – I love him too. He was so – I don't remember them being friends in the comic as much. Like, is yeah, it – was? I, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things, things in the movie, they, I think. That's a, that's, a okay. se- that's a section of uh, – I mean, they don't even have a sister in it. There are sections of Deadpool that I haven't read, certainly. I mean, I haven't read like really, really any of the Deadpool cable stuff. Mm-hmm. It was mostly just like all the classic Deadpool volumes and some of the. A few Did of the you read X Factor or X Force? I've been trying to to get some of that and get into it, but it's hard to actually. Because you know, when I remember reading it, I, I never he wasn't to. Deadpool. He's just literally he's the Merc with the mouth, as and he doesn't shut up. Right. That's all. He's like Spider Man. He talks down to you until you make a mistake. Which mm-hmm. with Cable, it would take half the issue, but he would give him enough that Deadpool could to could escape. But mm-hmm. also, I will say too, in the I think it's issue five or six of X Force. There's a two-issue storyline that ties into X-Men and Amazing Spider-Man where Spider-Man, the juggernaut, it's a whole storyline. Mm-hmm. And the whole issue goes from, like, you know, a normal comic book where it goes, like, this way. And you have to, mm-hmm. like, like, a calendar. Oh, um, wow. Like a Playboy spread. You have to open it up to read the whole issue. Nice. Um, and, uh, by the way, can I also say that Jim Lee gave it good remarks in his Twitter feed, but they made a really great and horrible Jim Lee joke, which is, like, was it's that? when uh, he's, like, how is luck? He's so bitching about Domino's oh, power. Oh, yes. No, see, I, th- I thought that was a, a Liefeld joke, actually. Was it Rob Liefeld? Yeah, Rob Liefeld. I, I Jim Lee was the one who drew the tiny feet. I'm pretty sure that they uh, no, I think famously might be make right. fun of Rob Liefeld about not being able to draw. But didn't he also the, the one that drew Domino first? Well, yeah, I mean, you can see this, like the whole uh, era of X-Men were uh, like the old drawings of Deadpool, the way that he was introduced when he was still all serious and just kind of like the yeah. the guy who showed up trying to kill someone in, in X-Force. I think that's yeah. how he was introduced. Uh, and, okay, uh, okay, so that ma- okay, so I apologize. It's a nice one-two punch to uh, Lifefield because... I think he, so. Because there's that really horrible drawing. Because here's the thing, I read X-Force because my babysitter's kid, who I was good friends with, it pretty much is just I was hanging out with their house every day, but uh, they were just, so good for them, they were making money. Uh, <laughs> no offense, I love you guys, but... 
Craig would have, he collected every issue of Mm X-Force and I would read it. And I remember that, yeah, Deadpool would occasionally show up, but Domino, like, their feet were just so tiny, like (laughs) big old muscular bodies, big bazoongas and all that, and big pectoral chest, little tiny feet. Yeah, they do this sort of thing like a foreshortening kind of effect that they're trying to force into it so that, yeah, the... Look, for example, in that issue, uh, Boom Boom, there's a shot where she's up on a full page and she's just standing there. There's no perspective. It's just head on looking at her. Mm -hmm. And again, boom head, boom body, boom torso, boom legs, little tiny feet. (laughs) Um, Yeah. By the way, uh, also, I think it's from early X-Force days, uh, that shot of Cable jumping out of the car is such a comic book pose. Mm. I about, I squeed a bit in the theater (laughs) because it was so beautiful. Um, Oh, so other cameos. Did you catch Matt Damon? Matt Damon. And Alan Tudyuk. Oh, where? They were the good old boys drinking. What? Oh my god! I never. Oh would've. my gosh! Matt yeah. Damon was the the big fat one that got zapped, I think, first, and oh, then okay. Alan Tudyk was, or no, Alan Tudyk was the one on the right, right? They got zapped first, and the other one, he's like, mm-hmm. "What the hell?" And that was that, that was Matt Damon. I I didn't never know that. Would have noticed that. And then I feel like there was one other. Oh, uh, Stanley Brett. is in the movie. Oh, um, he's in a billboard, and he's also in. He's one of the statues that he knocks down when he's driving the X X wheelchair. I feel so oh. horrible saying that. He's, yeah, he's, the Xavier's wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching, I was like, this is so bad. <laughs> um, but, and of course, the X-Men from Days of Future Past. Which, and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh, and Brad Pitt was As a, a banisher. No, apparently he the, he was close to do cable, but he couldn't do it for scheduling purposes. And so, he, and so he's he like, but I really... Honestly, I'm I'm glad that he didn't get hey, it. Josh Brolin was really good. Josh Brolin was the best. Good. For, and by the way, I don't like how he calls fans fanatics. Have you seen any of his? Hmm. Every time he talks about fans, he's like, "My brother's one, so I know all about them." They're, the, the fanatics are insane. I was like, "Oh, don't call us that. That's a little bad, um, Mister Dictionary yeah. Term." But he's he's such a wonderful, good bad guy, good guy, yeah. whatever. Ugh. Oh no, I I've always loved Cable as the good the good guy. You know, like. And the fact that they made his daughter Hope, yeah, oh yeah, which was interesting, but mm-hmm. I really loved it, and it, it, it sets it up too that Hope can come back, and if they ever, oh, God willing, ever do House of M, yeah, <laughs> she would be the. But at that point, then hopefully they could do X Men versus Avengers, <laughs> <laughs> mm. which that's kind of the whole. But yeah, so we got some of the uh, quick cameos out of the way. I really didn't have a problem with anything in the movie except for Shatterstar <laughs> and, and killing Moraine Baraka, yeah. uh, his girlfriend. That was really the only thing that irked me. But again, though, the whole time I'm like kind of laughing through it because it's genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. And then they point out like, again, like the credits is like, I don't believe they just killed her. And you're just like, God damn it. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, and then Shatterstar, maybe he wasn't that good at everything after all. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. And the only one he was super concerned about was Peter or David, yeah. whatever his name is. Like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I liked the, um, his rant about luck. While Domino is doing all the things that is just oh, like everything is perfect. Yeah. Everything That's is very, cinematic. Yeah, it's not very cinematic. And, yeah. she, and then she's like, I'm in. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> how now, are you in? I really like what they did with her look, too, um, in terms Me of how too. it looked like more mm-hmm. of a birthmark kind mm-hmm. of thing. I really like that because I remember when she the original Domino looks like a kabuki mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just like a black eye for her. Yeah. And and, like, mm, a constant black eye where I think 
the skin like condition looked better. Yeah. yeah. And I... Because uh, she had it on her hands, too, I noticed. Oh, yeah. Now, did you guys look away during the uh, 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 the basic insti- instinct? Scene? Nope. You did nope. not? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I kind of looked away. I saw yeah. a little bit of it, but I was like, oh, God. I, I think it was very subtle. I mean, as far well, as it's like a little the, tiny kid penis. That's all it was. I, I know, but I felt anything. dirty watching it because it's a little... It's CGI, yeah. Yeah. but it's a little tiny. But can I also feel like maybe they were watching Rick and Morty and they did the whole bit where it's like, uh, I'm Mr. Baby. Uh, what was it? It's like a doll oh, right. body, yeah. little baby feet, uh, yeah. detective baby detective feet. Detective baby feet, yeah. Yeah, and I, but but still, it was just really goddamn funny. He's like, oh, look, he's doing, he's doing, he's just walking yeah. over there. <laughs> and they do the nice little ass shot, um, which they usually do for all little the, babies the, walking. What was it? The, um, Sh- shirt dicking it? Or? Shirt cocking. Shirt cocking. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the um, worst part. Now, you've read Deadpool probably more than I have. I've read things here and there. Did you, I thought it was a reference to it. You might have, a, did you think that they did a reference to the gray costume at the very end? Where he's yes. Definitely. Pure, okay. I, I, that's the X-Force costume. Sorry, yeah. Keith. No, I mean, well, that's, that's actually yeah. the part, or I never, as I said, I really, never really got to see Deadpool in X-Force. Uh, except for, you know, obviously that they, in the highlights, they'll show you, here's the origin or here's this. But um, I'd gotten like the earlier stuff for X-Force, like when they first came together with Cable. And yeah. And he was rescuing, you know, you know, the mutants that had gone astray, et cetera. But they hadn't, re- they hadn't really gotten to the core stuff, which I hope we get to eventually. I mean, let's be honest. I really hope they get to, um, I hope they do Strife. But I don't, again, I don't know how they would do that. At that I, point, I you would remember. have. Strife is technically Cable from another universe who's oh. the bad guy because uh, Cable got hit by like the some whatever virus or whatever. That's why his they might do something different, which is fine. But he got eaten up. And so in one universe, they sacrificed the baby to the virus or something so it wouldn't die and only ate half of his body. And that's why Scott and Gene were felt really bad about it or whatever. I don't know. It's, hmm. some, it's really bizarre. And then there's another tangent universe where the baby... Uh, was never sacrificed, but the virus took over and killed half of everyone anyway. Oh, so so the Scott, baby grew up. Scott and Gene sacrificed them. Um, it might have been Strife was. It was Madeline disguised as Gene and Scott's baby while Cable was actually Gene and Scott's baby. Hmm. It's Nathan Gray. Yeah. Na- Nathan Summers, no matter what, but it's just Nathan as Cable or Nathan as Strife. But the whole thing is that, which is kind of tragic, is that Cable's fighting himself the whole time. He doesn't know it. And, hmm. It's interesting and, that hasn't come up, or that didn't come up in the movie, like who he was as far as... Yeah, not really, but, I mean, he's Cable. and But again, but again, Deadpool doesn't take itself too seriously, which is... But that's the thing, though, too. It kind of did. I was like, I'm watching him die at the end, Cable, or not Cable, uh, uh, Deadpool. And I'm watching Wade die, and I'm going like, this is sad. But because they're making a joke of it, I'm not... Tearing yeah. up, yeah, and then the moment where he goes to heaven and he yeah. sees his girlfriend, his, his fiance, wife, I was just like, Okay, I'm not doing good right now, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty upset with that one, and then they showed the X Force team mm-hmm. there, and I'm just like, Oh, yeah, no, no, so now no, your no. family needs you, yeah. and I was like, Oh, god damn it, yeah, <laughs> and then he's just like, Yeah, and yeah. then it shows Cable doing his thing. Boop, yeah, tucking he, the little thing there. Well, I was like, What is he doing? I thought it was like a I usually am good at picking up stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I was just like, it made sense in retrospect because they kept bringing up the token that was yeah. lead, but I didn't pick up. Like, I thought he was just going like, tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that. 
hit in the peck yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, really, bro? Saw, that's your, that's I your saw touching the tuck. I saw the tuck. That's oh, how did I knew. You? I did yeah. not see the tuck. Oh, I did not. I, did, I just yeah. felt it was like the bro, bro yeah, patting. He went, he went like this. And I was like, oh, oh, oh put the token there. Cool. Okay. Um, just a couple of my favorite things I, I just yeah. started thinking of. Uh, since you mentioned the, the X-Force costume nod, which it probably was. Uh, certainly when he was the trainee. And he had the, oh. the big yellow and black jersey. It reminded me the of when... crop top. It was a yeah. crop top, too. It oh, reminded so me good. of the, the bit... I think it was around... I think it was around the Dark Avengers era or something like that. Or, or something, something where... God, I can't remember what the main storyline was called. Anyway, he was campaigning to join the X-Men when, when Scott was leading it. And so he dressed up in the, the big yellow and... Uh, black. Yeah, yellow yeah. and black. That's uh, so ex, uh, I didn't know that he did costume. that. It wouldn't surprise with, with, me, but I think it even said something like trainee, trainee. or some uh, some other kind of Jeez. thing in the back where yeah. And it was <laughs> it was amazing. You know, go and try to do all these things in the X-Men's name. Yeah. Like on TV and they yeah. I mean, they even got like a nice little nod. Like, here's the thing too. Sometimes these movies, the dialogue can be super bad. No matter who performs it, it's super mm-hmm. bad. But like, and there's a few times where I was like, in any other hands, I feel like the girl who played Domino. She did like because the whole thing. It's like I guess you can go home again. Like it said with such, like fine line of bravado, like mm-hmm. cheesy bravado, but also seriousness. Mm-hmm. That I was like, damn, this is all coming together. Per-. And they make a joke yeah. about it too. She's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is all coming together perfectly. Yeah, I am. I guess I am really lucky. This all coming home again. I get mm-hmm. to beat the shit out of all the people who tortured yeah. me as a kid. And I was like, in someone else's hands, I don't think it would have been. Well, uh, yeah, she, everyone did such a good job yeah. acting. Yeah, Sazi was really good in her role. I, and I, I really am looking forward to more. By the way. I also like the weird, again, I thought it was subtly emotional, like teenage... Uh, Negasonic. Negasonic teenage <laughs> warhead. warhead. Yeah. So that's a mouthful for me to take a drink. Uh, no, like legitimately, she, I really like, it's like almost like an anti-Jubilee yes. for Deadpool, which I really like, which is huh. just like, uh, hey, you and I, we're best friends, fuck face. Oh, fuck you. And it, but, but there's still like a weird kind of like a, oh, and the weird... Hello, Yukio. It was so yeah. bizarre. Oh, so cute. But it was so... No, right, it was, but I was like... Hi, Wade. I, <laughs> but I was waiting for it to go a different direction, and it yeah. just didn't. And it was like, that in itself is super great, because yeah. yeah. he always subverts your expectation. Yeah. How, hi, Yukio. Yeah. Hi, Yukio. And he does it almost every time, except for there. He's just like, hello, goodbye, Yukio. I was like... so cute. No, he just got the... Okay, okay, that's the end yeah. of it. That's oh, so good. Um, we did something really bad, didn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what else? Were, what, you have a few other moments, uh, too. Well, one of my favorite things was during the, the X-Force audition. The, I guess they weren't calling the X-Force yet. But the auditions, they actually seem to have, like, the actor headshots. Yes, that was For so everybody. Uh, and... Which is why they didn't really look like heroes necessarily, and just you know the black and white photos, and yes. even cut for for Peter, probably one of his old actor headshots. He was like, "What? Am I being catfished here?" You know. The, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I thought something of this, and I'm not thinking until just now as you said this. Mm-hmm. If you noticed, everyone but Domino gets a knife through the head. Yeah. Which means that they died. Oh wow! And I didn't now get that until just now, and mm-hmm. it, it makes me also say again that they killed Shatterstar. <laughs> I don't really uh, knew much about him. Was was, was he in like what, the, the Canadian one, or was he in? He, uh... he survived. Um, no, he was actually in X Force, and I just yeah. remember it was a weird pairing. I think they he got saved by the X Men from Mojo World, and they didn't know what oh, to do with him. Right, he, he did mention he was from Mojo and he World. He did, which I was right like, 
Mojo World, you said oh, it out God. loud. And I would yeah. love, yeah, just yeah. Well, and the fact that even did Juggernaut right, like mm-hmm. yeah. my my father, who as he gets older gets a little bit more conservative. Sadly, like he watched uh, Deadpool on FX. Now, granted, mm. it's cut up, but yeah. he's just like, this is not my movie. And I was like, you love Lethal Weapon, where they just drop f bombs all the time, yeah. and it's actually almost kind of worse. Like Deadpool's making fun of that and superheroes. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I don't. It was just, Aww. like, some of it, I kind of got what they were going for, and it's kind of funny, but it's way too vulgar. It's such a vulgar, horrible movie. And I was like, mm. okay. Well. But then he was watching Trailers for the second one, and he's just like, but it looks funny. And I was like. Because it is funny. You no, know, I, I, I know. Yeah. I know. So, but uh, I do wonder if he, because I, my dad is, I, Juggernaut's a classic character. Mm-hmm. And it's like what we were saying earlier. You have to do him right. You have to have him. It's like the Hulk. You have to have him be CGI. You can't put Michael yeah. Chiklis in it. Those are all characters that have to be big guys. Big. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say, too, I don't think it was in the movie. It was only in the trailer. So, But if you watch the trailer now, there's a shot where I think they show him, like Colossus, like hitting something metal, like mm-hmm. punching him in the, in the face. And it's slow-mo. It's not – and it looks like his hand's starting to get bent. And mm-hmm. So did you – was Juggernaut in the trailers? No. That's the only nod apparently oh, thank God. in the trailer. No, yeah, you don't yeah. see it. You just see no one knew punching the, yeah, someone. Was... And that's someone, I think, said that might be Juggernaut. But I was like, yeah. but where's there's no other clue about it. So I yeah. don't believe that. And I, I couldn't remember why his name sounded so familiar. Because Black Tom always hangs out oh, with Juggernaut. Man. But wasn't Black Tom... So this is the other thing that kind of irked me. Oh, no, you're good. Wasn't Black Tom also the character that uh, Kevin Bacon played in the first uh, day, uh, X-Men first class movie? Mm. The powers, whatever. He can control the power. He's part of the Hellfire Club. I don't remember because I, I, I don't remember like who. I'll look it up really quick because I don't. I don't think so. Black Tom was like a probably like a Wikipedia reference for me or some some vague maybe well, issue. He was one of the. Him in some I thought I thought appearance. Black Tom was part of the Hellfire Club and he was a relation to Xavier, uh, or no? Juggernaut's a Juggernaut relation yeah. is a relation like to. A but I thought there was a second relation to Xavier where I thought it was. Yeah, because I thought uh, Juggernaut was like a stepbrother. Yeah. Kevin Bacon is Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian mm, Shaw. Never right. mind. Never mind. Well, Legion was sort of in X3? Or was he in X2? X2 is the boy remember. who's like on the drip, you mean? Yeah, there's a guy, there's a, there's a boy in a wheelchair. And yeah, that was, one eyes, this other eyes. Yeah, I think yeah so. that, no, you're right. That is, but the thing is, their twist was is that Legion was technically, oh God, I can't think of his name, the bad guy's child and not Xavier's. Oh, I thought, huh. No, no, you're right. Again, this is the problem with the X-Men movies. This is why I'm saying, and again, they're trying to do what's best for and tell a relevant story, and so they're just cherry picking because there's what so many things. What they think is be- yes, that's yeah, the- which is it's good and bad. Yeah, like in terms of X two is a really good movie, but if you look at it like in terms of comic bookness, in terms of mm-hmm. like if that is Legion, which I took it as being Legion, it's yeah. just that Legion, uh, as I knew it in the comic books later, act, kind of actually because of X two, I was like, oh wait, Legion's the son of Xavier. What? Mm-hmm. What? But that's kind of Xavier, right? And that's the problem I have with all the X movies. I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Deadpool, I think, gets a pass from that for the most part, except for when they kill Shatterstar. <laughs> the CGI juggernaut. That doesn't usually bother me, mm-hmm. but this is like one of the first times I've ever really noticed it being a little clunky when he was when he was doing the when it was just juggernaut like walking upstairs or doing things sort of in the, in the distance. Yeah. It looked a little weird. It looked one, a little one, once once he was actually battling Colossus, it looked great as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. But I mean, money shots. Yeah. 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 It was the the random scenes where I was like, hmm. Even yeah. the first time you see the hands reach around and yeah. I was like, 
juggernaut like yeah. that. And I already knew kind of what was going on. By the way, my wife really was laughed hard and long over the bit where he looks at him. He's like, ominous foreshadowing. That's not happening right now. Yeah. And she <laughs> died laughing. And I was just like, that's the one that really gets you here? No, it was, it was, that's, that, is, that is what Deadpool is about for me, doing things like that kind of... The fourth oh, wall breaking. Yeah. Um, oh, no, and I, I love that too. Like, There's a Spider-Man issue where he opens up the Spider-Man book in a club and he's just like, hi, I'm Deadpool. And then the other two narrators kick in mm-hmm. that he's fighting with. And all of a sudden at some point he just goes, by the way, if you're wondering why I'm doing this club celebrating, well... We'll get to that on page four. And yeah. they're on page two. And then he's like, oh, you finally caught up. Welcome. This is page four. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I, 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 and that's the first time I really read Deadpool as the Deadpool is now. Yeah. And I was like, this that's, is that's great. The, uh, that's probably the, the Deadpool I've read the least of other than obviously the, the cable stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that is, that is generally a lot funnier than where, where he came from. And that's, yeah, like, like most of the, the span before that, there wasn't that. Do, Especially not in the Marvel the Universe, yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of feel like someone one day just... Well, the Creeper... I don't think the Creeper is a huge presence in the DC Universe. He's like a... Oh, the... Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's technically what Freakazoid was supposed to be, was the Creeper. That makes a lot of sense. And when the, Steven Spielberg is like, but I want it to be funnier, Bruce Timm's like, look, I, Steven, I will do anything for you, but I, I don't want to do something that I don't think I can do well. And so we're going to walk off the project, but it's like, but we've already sold the show... So then they brought the guys from Animaniacs in mm. to do Freakazoid. And then Bruce Timm was just like, well, if they're going to do their, if they're going to do our Freakazoid, we're just going to do the Creeper and Batman Superman Adventures. And they did. And it's an okay episode, but yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't do Freakazoid mm-hmm. because I, but, but so, but apparently the Creeper is kind of a fourth wall breaking character. Yeah. Mm. And I think in the nineties they tried to make, uh, cause Deadpool was serious Deadpool. There was a character called Slapstick. I only knew of him because I had a Marvel trading card. He was a gigantic, he looked like a fucking Muppet, like a big smiley face, mm-hmm. big cartoon eyes. And some kid, 13-year-old kid turns into this cartoon character. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, it's actually kind of like Sleepwalker. It's like when he's asleep or whatever, this alien figure comes out and that's slapstick. Okay. Or something. Yeah, it's something like that. But he breaks the fourth wall and this and that. And I finally read an issue. It wasn't that funny. But Deadpool I'm kind of glad they made Deadpool that character, and yeah, definitely yeah. they can do that stuff. The most fourth wall breaking thing I've seen so far. I actually read like the first few issues of Gwenpool not too long ago. Oh, Before. how was Gwenpool, by the way? I really enjoyed it. I, I, need, I need to read more at some point. But, I uh, I wasn't super happy that they brought Gwen back from another universe, Spider Gwen. That's not who it is. It's, it's what's, not. It's that's what's interesting. It, it, it it's not her. It's somebody we don't really know exactly. Her her origin is essentially that she just showed up from another universe and has read all the comics and understood and oh. no, that's her superpower is essentially knowing the fourth wall and uh <laughs> okay i just no, know, that's know, awesome know, i just know, knowing never... all the characters from outside of it and so she has all this classified information people are like, like why the hell do you know this that's kind of uh, cool uh, mm-hmm. well i read spider-verse and gwenpool was neat mm-hmm. or not gwenpool but uh spider gwen yeah. and then like that started this whole which i'm glad we do need more female characters, but it started this weird trend of like, it's not just Spider-Gwen, it's Gwenpool. I think Gwen-Men or something. There's like, they did a whole thing of like Gwen-something spinoffs. And I was mm. like, okay, are you going to do Uncle Ben next? That's a little weird. Uncle Gwen. Uncle mm. Gwen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I saw a weird mix-up today. I was watching DuckTales and they did Scrooge McDuck and Huey and they called it Screwy. Uh-huh. Like, go team Screwy, hashtag Screwy. It was Webigail. 
because they're playing golf together on teams. And she's like, go screw it, go screw it. I was like, what? What's going on? I feel like <laughs> you could possibly get into dangerous territory with Gwen and Uncle Ben and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, any other concerns with the movie, though? Because, I mean, it's just a, it was just a funny movie. And yeah. I, it wasn't trying to do anything else with it, really. Mm-hmm. I just... Killing I'm, off I'm the just, female I'm, lead. I'm, like, able to enjoy it more now that I'm kind of able to think through it. Yeah. Um, at the time, it's... As I said, it gets a little... I'm distracted with trying to think, okay, do I like this? this is, do I think this is good enough? Uh, how are people going to take this movie? Or how are, you know, yeah. uh, does this detail the way that it should be? That kind of thing. Well, here's the and thing, the, too. I guess this is the important thing. Would you go see it again in theaters, full price? I don't know. I, I, typically, I don't do that unless there's an extenuating circumstance. I, I just like okay. to, I like to well, get, get it, you know, the perfect time and begin. You would know, you then buy it on time. DVD? Certainly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that, that's a good... That's what I anticipate doing is I'm going to go see it once and then just be able to kind of I usually background see it, it again. See both later. things twice. Mm-hmm. I yeah, well, just the way being how schedules work out, I sometimes will see them. If it's a big movie like this, um, I don't know if my dad will go see it. I think he would enjoy it. I I don't know. Maybe I, I used to think mm-hmm. he would enjoy it. But um, like for example, if it was Infinity War, I'd see it with myself and Sarah, and then I'd see it again with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. That's exactly um, and sometimes how we I try to, and so, so, and thing is too, as great is that my wife will see it with me a second time, mm-hmm. but there is, it's just a matter of circumstances where I saw it with my mom and dad by myself because I only got to see it during the day because at the time I was working at nights and that was the only time I could see it was the very next day. So I saw it Thursday night, Friday during the morning, <laughs> very bad, mm. uh, which I mean, enjoyed it, but it was still just, it was emotional wreck still. Yeah, no, and I couldn't a... tell my parents what was going on. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh God. And then uh, by the time I saw it a week later with her sister, mm-hmm. uh, my wife's sister, then the news came out what James Gunn's last words were for Groot, which were heartbreaking. What were they? Dad. I can't remember where I heard that. Oh, right. To Rocket? Yeah. I, right? I know. I know. I know. Um, and so then I'm, we're watching that. And I was like, I'm doing better this time. <laughs> uh, but but so I technically, and of course the joke is with my wife, which clever to her, touche, was funny, was, um, did you catch this one part where they did that? And this is after the second time I've already seen it. Because again, I also didn't see my wife a lot because of my work schedule. So like Friday night was a big deal to see my wife. <laughs> and she was just like. I don't know. I only saw it once, and I was just, and that was. And so then when we saw when, when we saw it the second time, her second time, my third, she's like, "Well, I don't know. I only saw it two times." And I was just like, "Damn, Damn it, it! I'll never win this. I'll never win this." But uh, well, I will say though too, she did enjoy it, and because she's like, "It's a little vulgar for me, and it's a little, mm. go- it's more gory." Back, back to Deadpool now, or yeah, sorry, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but but she she really enjoyed it, and that to me is a good sign. Um, yeah. So I I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Um, the part of me doesn't want to pay full price though. Um, well, we usually go to, again, this is weird Columbus talk. There's a theater here, Ray, not Ray, but Marcus, they do $2. I mm. like the Lennox. Not anymore. Or not, not $2, sorry, the five. It's not $5. Not, uh, no? not Crosswoods, no but. Uh, yeah, Crosswoods. It's uh, not Rave, I'm sorry. It's uh, Marcus Theaters. Yeah, yeah. at Crosswoods. They, no run. I, I thought they, 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 they switched. They're not. They're full price now. <gasps> no. Full, full, I'm trying to think of what. That's right that, next to the half price bookstore. Terrace no, place. That's okay. what. That's what you usually call it. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh. That's. Uh, that's Mill Run. Mill Run. Okay. Yeah. I usually call it Carriage Place. It's. Yeah. Well, it, I knew it growing up as Mill Run, but as I've gotten older, it's Carriage Place. But it's a mm-hmm. weird. That's what, the name of the like shopping center. Right. Thing. It's like well, we're at right now. Uh, right down the road, it used to be like a Star Cineplex, which ended up being um, not Marcus, but uh, whatever that Cinemark. Mill Run. Cinemark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's an AMC. And every time I go by, I'm like. 
Hmm. Is it though? I don't. I'm not sure. Oh, the one over there by here by Hilliard. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, weird Columbus talk again. But um, what to me though, it is important where you see the movie at. I mm-hmm. would say so. Like to mm-hmm. me, opening weekend, Linux usually has a good. Did crowd. you get the minifigure? No, they were out. See, Easton. That's where. I mean, yeah, we it's uh, it's a, it's probably one of the more expensive theaters in town. But that's Aww. if I'm going to see it. If I'm going to see it once, I want to, you know, want to see it in those those uh, conditions where it's. You can have it. Really? Yep. Keith has one, so. Yep. And I'll use that as the. By the way, for editors, take out this whole weird three, two, one part out. I just took a photo, um, and we'll begin in three. And, and we got a minifigure. And we got. I got a minifigure. So thank you guys so much. This is adorable, and I will try to make this the cover on the website for gbgpodcast.com. Um, no, that's so cool because I saw you post that, and I was just like, and I so I asked about it. And there was just like, no, we're no. sorry. They were out. But they have like a poster or something. And because I was just like. Drew a winning for, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I was, was just like, like mm. Mm, yeah, I'm not really. But uh, I, I enjoy, how's the opening crowd at Easton though? Are they are they really outgoing or are they very. There were so many people that wore Deadpool outfits. And yeah. I mean, just like shirts or something. It seemed, yeah. it seemed pretty reserved. It wasn't like, I think that, honestly, I, I think taking that need to wait in lines and since everything's reserved you don't really have to have people like rushing to to get the best seat See, and there, stuff like that and so still, there's not well, that at lennox you still have assigned seats though now that's the thing is that they, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's the old school stadium seating which is was a, a bump up from the original yeah. theater seating um but now it's assigned and it's a little bit better but like you still have to wait in line sometimes before you walk into the theater. Mm-hmm. Like when we got there, the other theater uh, down the hallway, which was non IMAX for Deadpool two, there was a huge ass line for people there. Yeah. I think I don't know what I don't know if they're cleaning or not, but it could be um, bad. But the opening crowd, like I feel like they laughed at everything. They mm-hmm. whooped at certain. So parts. were you Saturday night or excuse I, me? I was uh, Friday, Friday night, late Friday night. We, we, okay. we were we were we were kind of Friday late four. afternoon four o'clock. So yeah. it was it was a pretty reserved kind of. Well, that, okay, never mind. That would be different then, I yeah. guess. Um, I would say probably if we had seen it on a Thursday night, there would have been a lot of people dressed up. Yeah. My personal trainer, when he goes, he always goes to the Lennox and he goes Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And he said he was going as Bob Ross Deadpool. Mm. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he did it at the anime convention and just people were just like, can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? I mean, they just loved him. Well, it's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I tend to like Lennox just for that matter of fact. Because, but in terms of, because my wife and I were sitting there, and this is why it's always important to watch movies. Sometimes, depending on where you see it at, like we had a bunch of people walk by us a few times. Which usually, by the time we got there, we got there a little late. It's not when I mean, we're in the middle. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen as often, but it did. And it's it, and and her comment was at Marcus and other places. We, we the big there's huge aisles mm-hmm. to walk in there. Yeah, mm. and it kind of yeah. And I'm like, no, I know, but the, the crowd recliner is seats is always hard in at AMC. I always, but we're usually in the middle, so we don't even have too many people walk in front of us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because of that. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones where the it's. Uh, I mean, while you're there, it's it's great because the leg room and the the, the height and the stadium mm-hmm. format makes it so no one's blocking your view. But there's no leg room once you've extended, extended your feet. feet yeah. So, oh, and if you're if super people leggy, have to walk past through there, they like have me, to. You have to yeah. No, yeah, yeah, me. I have the same issue too. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. Uh, I. That's the one thing I don't love about it. But I'm I'm more for the crowd thing, and yeah. so, so I that's, like the crowd. Yeah. So like, if I if the second time I see it, that's when I go. 
where do I like to go more? I like to go to the AMC reclining seats theaters mm-hmm. or Marcus, which has the mm-hmm. reclining seats there. And I enjoy that more because the crowd might not be as big into mm-hmm. it. And my dad sometimes is just like, crowd, like, well, we saw Avengers Infinity War, like, barely anyone laughed. Oh, in Infinity, the first half. And Infinity they War cried. They fucking cried. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we got the applause uh, for, for people showing up at certain times. We and, didn't get that. I cover uh, that in the podcast, Keith. Yes. <laughs> Yes, fine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, the point. The point is that yeah, it's it was kind of a, a good mix because it was a big theater. It was a big theater, so but it wasn't we, overwhelming. we still had the uh, I guess the reclining seat format, and yes. it was just we were in Prime again, which I highly recommend. Yeah. Well, that we were in, in Dolby this time for, yes. for Deadpool, which is there's a slight distinction for whatever there, reason. The, the if you remember that we actually were in line with the guy that had installed it behind oh, us wow. the last cool. time and he told he's i said i still can't remember what what's the difference between the two and he says i'll tell you a secret i installed the same thing in both theaters hmm. so and he says I, I and i installed a sound system so i was like okay oh, cool it's, i think it has to do with sometimes just the size of the the room in itself that you're in yeah and uh well if you're an official dolby you also get the the dolby trailer which is almost worth it just for that <laughs> is, is it like the old thing where it's just like the audience is now deaf and they go <laughs> but it's longer they, they explain that's to you. not black this, this is black, black. Yeah. Uh, you, th- you thought you were seeing colors and now and, you're really seeing and, and you're here's like, your uh, pinpoint accurate sound in the demonstration of like here's this thing over here here's a little dot that's this is where it's reflecting yeah. from oh, it, that's it, cool. go, it, yeah. it starts going around the theater very slowly then it goes faster and then it kind of goes up and over and yeah you're blowing my yeah mind it's right really now. cool and it sounds just like it's doing that too so this is an old reference and this nothing to do with deadpool so i apologize but do you remember the old uh, Pixar DVDs? And I think they still have them on there. They have them as extras where they show it's like the movie has been brought to you in THX. Like oh, Lucas I love is, that. Lucas Films, like big sound mm-hmm. system kind of, which is what Dolby is now or mm-hmm. IMAX sound is now. Mm-hmm. And I just remember they did the little animation. They would do some weird little clip every uh-huh. single time. And it would lead into the... Yeah. I so and they would show it in the reason. they would show it in the movie theaters, but the thing is, it wasn't THX sound. I know, and so it's very batty. I know, and so I and, but people who've been to it before, mm-hmm. uh, I think yeah, because my one friend's friend at that point was kind of working for Pixar. Mm-hmm. I think they did it was Cars. Okay. He just did something for shadowing real quick and then left the theater. So he got to preview the movie and they did, that was one of the last ones they did it for. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, it's nice when you're actually in a theater that has THX sound <laughs> because it's mind shattering. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so I'll never So the reason that. I like it so much was there was this Sarah Brightman tour, the Harem tour that she did. Okay. Pitch Black Theater. They're calling her to the stage and everything. And it like spotlight hits the THX is and when it hits the thing spotlight hits on her the wind is blowing and she's like like this and I was just like ah! that's awesome was that at Easton? Uh, no this is uh, I went actually went and saw a concert oh wow with it's her related to theaters oh, yeah that's no that's awesome. what the, it's the THX sound is why it's oh okay I got Keith. you oh I got you that's yeah. awesome yeah so man I... she got to walk out to it or appear to it. There are not many entrances that I feel are super cool live that you can do on stage. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it's, even if you love the band, you're just like, you guys just kind of walked out there. But that yeah. is fucking rad. Yeah, I was. <sighs> I, yeah. So every time afterwards in a theater or at home when the TH6 thing was happening, I'd be like, I'm Sarah Brightman. <laughs> now, I will say, 
and I'm, I'm trying to, I, I would love to, and I probably shouldn't admit this on a recorded thing, but <laughs> I really want to get high. And during the IMAX 3D <laughs> portion, they go, this is now an IMAX AMC. They go, countdown. And because it comes right Whoa, at it's you. right at you. And yeah. I just want to be like, what would this be like? <laughs> well, because I forget who it was. Was it Mulaney or somebody just said, dude, I sometimes I just go to the movies for that. Like, even if I know it's a bad movie, I yeah. wait till I go to, like, the early morning showing. Yeah. I get super high, and I watch <laughs> the thing, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Like, I kind of want to... Gotta go to Colorado to do it. Yeah. Yeah. For right now. Yeah. Washington. One day. One day they might yeah. be able to. But uh, outside of... Uh, did anyone else have any other critical complaints with Deadpool? or Mm-mm. I don't know say. It's just... It's the comedy we need mm. right now. Yeah, it was. All, I liked the old lady. I thought she oh, was blind Al. That blind. that is closer to their relationship in the first movie was. I would say. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like the relationship. Oh, who is the taxi driver? Uh, he, Dupender. Dupender. Yeah. Oh my God! Can we? Oh, we should probably point out he is a silent, not silent, but like he's almost like the not as big MVP of this movie because he kills he the dude at the every, end. Yeah. Which was great because that dude needed to fucking die. He needed to die. Um, I was like, at least Cable kill him? Can someone kill him? I thought that's him? who Cable yeah. was going to kill him. Yeah. He was going to point at Deadpool and then turn around and kill the guy and then no, he shot him in the thing. That's what I thought the twist was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh no, he's going to go down and let, he's going to murder him and let Deadpool. And surprisingly, yeah, I didn't think Deadpool was jo- was not joking at the end. I thought he's like, no, we're done with the violence for today. We're We're done. Yeah. Family's here. So we'll go get karma later. <laughs> that was so uh, good. And I feel so alive. <laughs> Every time he had his one-liners were like, just like mind blown. Yeah. Oh, also the good for them for pointing out that Papa, can you hear me? And I want to build a snowman yeah. sound eerily alike. Yeah. Because I, I like, the rest of bit. the night I kept doing it. I was like, Papa, can do you want to build a snowman? A snowman. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. And also, yeah. And his death scene was actually really. Funny. Yeah, like, I was like, he's not dead yet. Yeah. What was, what was the last thing he did say? Was it like, I want to build a snowman, right? Yeah. And then he passed away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was really, cause, cause everyone was turning to like, is this when he's gone? To? I was like, Rule of threes. Yeah. Rule of three. My favorite was when they started to walk away and he's like, oh, and they're all like, <laughs> yeah. walk back oh wait I, I'm sorry I'm not done yet <laughs> yes <laughs> dying's a lot harder than I thought it would be <laughs> also um, I felt this was more of a reference to Star Wars but um, where he had Domino pick her up and put her on her yes back. oh yes. wow uh, from Empire Strikes yeah, Back Yoda. yeah Yoda yeah yeah well I didn't hear well, his... well, it's C-3PO was, yes but I, I didn't hear him make an actual reference to it but he's just like, look, you're good for something after all. This is why you, you know, it is. You, I was lucky that you were here. I guess your power <laughs> does exist. And she's just carrying him. I was like, <laughs> well, also, why didn't he just like, wouldn't he reconnect himself? I've seen him do that before. I don't know why he didn't just reconnect himself. It is, um, that is, I guess, one of the inconsistent things. In the books too, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, well, we we just watched the you know the Hulk versus Wolverine thing, which wasn't wouldn't necessarily be like the definitive thing, but he does reconnect the arm, which I think I think he's even mentioned before that it's easier if he's reconnecting and and healing that yeah. way, as opposed because it takes a lot longer to regenerate mm-hmm. from scratch. Although he could, mm-hmm. it's funnier. But, <laughs> yeah, I think that's why they did it because it was funnier. Yeah. But wait, that, I'm okay that's got to that. be it, actually. I guess if I was him and I needed to go somewhere faster, yeah. I would not wait. 
But I feel like it feels like it goes sometimes. It's it's also depending on how funny it is, yeah. exactly. how fast he regenerates too. Because I remember I felt last time it took him like a like a, a week to regrow his one arm in the first movie mm-hmm. or something. His hand or his hands, yeah, because the baby hand. And mm-hmm. then um, and this time it was like no, it's just a few hours, and I'll be I'll be cooking and ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, like a whole half a body that seems like it shouldn't be able to. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, that was really gross, but it was really, but. Juggernaut just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they obviously went back for the costume as well because the the duct tape around the the bottom half when he yes. put back together. So that that was strange that they wouldn't just try to. Yeah, I. That's a good point. That was a small detail they didn't point out, mm-hmm. but that was a good detail. Mm-hmm. You were right. Yeah, that he's all. I noticed the duct tape. I. Why did they have it on his arms though? I think maybe the the oh. sleeves got ripped too at the same time, or well, was it because he got shot by cable? Hmm. Maybe, maybe there's some other time when something it got was ripped like off. around here. Yeah, yeah, around the. Oh, uh, maybe there's an arms. alternate take where he did more than that. Like that's maybe true. he ripped off his arms yeah. and ripped off his. That makes sense. Uh, that probably makes more I, sense. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just like the one time Fox is like, "Look, we love what you're doing, but that's too far. <laughs> too much. Too yeah, much. Yeah, like I think you either need to commit to the half bod rip off and all the guts therein, or just don't draw and quarter. Yeah. Draw yeah. and quarter. Yeah. Ooh. Well, there, at the beginning, he was blowing apart limb from limb too. So mm-hmm. maybe that has. Maybe it's something that we didn't notice it until then because it, be. it was just right here in the torso mm-hmm. and then we're yeah. like oh there's some right here and yeah i don't know i'll have to yeah. when i rewatch we'll it. have to watch it again yep i wish we could critically more uh, i feel like this is just going what our favorite parts of the movie where it's not a bad thing yeah. but like usually there's something outside of the two characters getting killed um mm-hmm. and one of them was actually an actual real critique of the movie the Pretty other one was just yeah the other one was just more like I fan service. Why did you have to do that? The other one was like a legitimate gripe. But I, I still have mixed feelings about her being in the movie. That I mean, the first one that much anyway. As far as focusing on that as being part of his origin necessarily, it's just you know. Uh, well, I mean, being being around by the end yeah. of the movie in the sense of we're going to have a normal relationship now, kind of. Kinda, but I feel odd. like it was also very smart of them too because mm-hmm. it really it helped them sell the movie in different ways You're right. and it needed that. You're right. Um, I don't know. It's and Yeah. No, I think I think it needed it because I'm trying to think of there would have only been one woman in it, two women in it and they would never have talked to each other. Well, yeah. I mean apart from that issue, I'm I'm glad that uh it Three. I think it helped it become marketable enough certainly yeah. for with, with mainstream audiences and you could sell it as like look at look at how redeeming this romance is and I'm pretty bad at uh, this. What are the, the what are the is it three steps of the Bechtel test? First one is there is a there are two women in it mm-hmm. with names. No, that is not one of the things. With, I, I swear to God, no, I, Keith, I've looked it up. You look it up right now. <laughs> I've heard it. Two named women. It's not. No, that is that is a further. If you want to make it harder, okay. they have oh, to be named. It's like it's like the uh, MLA guidebook version of the Bechtel test. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but the basic version of it is the, the two basic women. version, two women. Mm-hmm. They have to talk to each other, mm-hmm. and the third step is not about a man. Uh, could you say it kind of happens in this movie with Yukio and Sonic Warhead? Yes, no, I mean it passed. Mm. It passed in this, but it, I don't think it passed it's in, in the first. first one. The thing about that is, I, th- I think the the spirit. Hi, Wade. Of that should, I think yeah. the spirit of that should really be because obviously, yeah, you can always point, have people. You know, about something or someone, but I think it's more like the romantic kind of. Oh, oh the, the romantic kind of talking. Yeah, like, oh, okay. he's he's such a good guy because of this, or he did this to me, or whatever. Well, it wasn't or, romantic at all. Then that was more yeah. like mm-hmm. a best fr- friendly. Yes. Okay, so then that passes that. But what's it's the next? It's it asked whether uh, two women who talk to each other 
about something other than a man and the requirement the two women uh the extra requirement is that two women must be must be named is sometimes added the requirement okay those are the three things all right two women mhm they talk to each other okay and it can't be about a man i mean blind out kind of talks to domino but not really but it, mm. again it is kind of about deadpool yeah. though yeah so that doesn't work okay fair enough about something other than a man. That, that kind of feels like the old Craig Ferguson bit, which is a good advice for marriage. People out there, mm-hmm. I list it all the time. Does this need to be said? Does this need to be, need to be said by me? Does this need to be said by me right now? Mm-hmm. It's the same thought. It's just the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it works. It sounds very similar. Like it's a thought process. It just keeps going a little yeah. bit further. I'm really bad at that. I mean, I recognize a little bit. I do bit, it but... with every book that I read and yeah. when I write a review for it. And then I do it with every movie or I try to. That's smart. I need to start doing that because mm-hmm. sometimes I am the top percentile when I watch that movie. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling good about life. Uh, so I guess I, I'm – so in my mind, I was like, oh, things turned out really well for people here. <laughs> kind of. <Yeah. laughs> not for Maureen Baraka. Uh, I'm not saying her name right, so just drink. Uh, but her character, definitely not. But – Vanessa. Vanessa. You can just call her Vanessa. Yeah. Oh, thank you. See? <laughs> Life hacks. Just call them by their character name. <laughs> yeah. Do not call them by their real name or it'll be very bad. Um, AKA, you as the listener will be drunk and that's <laughs> bad for me. Um, all right. Uh, that's really it. So um, do more plugs for everything? Sure. Yeah, go for it. Marianne's Macabre Movie Review will be taking a hiatus. Okay. However, when we come back mm-hmm. in October. Okay. We will have a bunch of new stuff for you. Sweet. I am looking to branch out into Marianne's Macabre Review so we can review these all these new horror TV shows that are coming out. Oh, cool, out. cool. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. And maybe even this books. A movie. Yeah. And maybe but, even web series. That's if there's cool. any web series that we might want to... Hmm, if only know. we knew someone. I know. I know. Um, Red Room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then, sure and Keith, I, I figure I know what yours is, but I'm, I'll let you do this because you know, also you have those beautiful pipes, so... Oh, well, thank you. I, You're welcome. Good luck, Keith. <laughs> hmm? I'm not helping you. <laughs> thank you. Well, the thing that Marianne wants me to talk about... Oh, yeah. <laughs> ...are the audiobooks that I've done in the past. And oh, we'll, well, do again at some yeah, point. that's right. Available on audible.com. Mm-hmm. Um, under the name J. Keith Jackson's the narrator. And uh, I also have a Facebook page for J. Keith Jackson for the voiceover. So mm-hmm. it's easier, easier to find some of the things I've been working on from there. Uh, there's also It's All Been Done Radio Hour, mm-hmm. which Nick is probably aware of. Mm-hmm. He's part of the, the flagship <laughs> of that. <laughs> Thank you, Keith and Marianne, for sharing those plugs. If you have, uh, if you liked this episode, check out our past episodes at gbgpodcast.com. And uh, leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and any, anywhere that pocket. I never, what well, changes? It used to be Google Play, and, Google now, Play, and now, now, it's something else. now it's something else. So, But we're uh-huh. excited that you follow around that. From, uh-huh. But yeah, leave us a review. And uh, if you uh, if you don't hear us talk about it on the show, please email me because I, uh, I don't get a chance to check everything all the time. And so it might be a little behind, but if you do... I will read it on on the show. Um, now, note if it's a bad review, I'm not going to read it on the show. But if yeah. it's a great review, you're darn right. I'm going to show you some love too. So, um, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And we changed the Facebook page. The links on the website are not up to date, but everything is now Good Bad Geeky. So, facebookcom slash Geeky. Instagram username Good Bad Geeky. Twitter name Good Bad Geeky. You know, it's branding. So. Um, <laughs> Easier for you, hopefully easier for me. And uh, all right, thanks again to Marianne and Keith. And uh, 
stay tuned next episode, which I don't know what will happen. I think we're doing, I don't know, solo? Oh, yeah. yeah. I meant that one. Yeah, yeah, solo. As a hopeful main topic. Yeah. I still love that. As a (laughs) hopeful. Well, well, here's the thing is that, okay. uh, Well, thanks for listening. We'll keep talking after. Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you showed up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place!